Ah, Freilich and Perm, everybody. Shabbos, Daf, Dal, Quick Hazar, we saw on Daf, Gimel, the Gemara, Akasha, why we only counted eight cases in the Mishnah Lechar. There are 12 cases because every one of the cases that you have both people involved in the Malacha, the Ani and the Babais involved in the Malacha, Lechara, that is two people who are Pater. So why didn't the Mishnah say that there are another eight people who are Pater, which would give you a total of 12 cases? So the Gemara explained that we're, not going to, we're only counting, according to Rashi, Rashi explained, we're only counting the people who could be Chai, which is the person who did the Akira, the person who picked it up. Since the person who put it down, the second person can never come to the Dechiv Chatis because he's doing the end of Malacha and you only did the last part of Malacha he can never be chayiv therefore we're not going to count those cases then the Gemara brought down a Xeris HaKosav which said which said that the Allah is that Shnaim Shasuv turn that if you have two people doing Malacha they're going to be Pater then the Gemara Shiloh is Akira Skuvik Akira Tzchayfet which means that if you put a Chayfet in somebody else's body and then that person gets up and moves do we say now that it's just like putting the person's hand and the person's not going to be chayiv because it's not called an Akira or do we say no that since it was stationary in his body and his body was on the ground therefore when the person starts moving he's going to be chayiv the Gemara's conclusion was that Akira's Kuvik Akira's Chayvetz, and therefore it's going to be Chayv. The Gemara Mabez broke down that Abaya said that the hand of a person is not like a Rishayach or Rosh Hashanah, meaning that it does not have the status of the person, even if the person is not the Rishayach, it does not. Ha- it has the status of wherever Rishayach it is going to be in. Then the Gemara brought down a discussion whether Abban and Kanasi, if a person stuck your hands in another Rishayach, and then he wants to bring it back on Shabbos, to, were the Abban, did the Abban give you a Kanasi? The Gemara concluded that the Abban allowed you to bring it to the same Chatzah that you brought it out of, but the Abban did not allow you to put it into another Chatzah because then the guy accomplished his goal of taking it out of this by the Shem, today we're going to spend some more time on the Shah which we saw in Dafkimon Beis. Rabbi Rabbi's question whether if a person puts something in the oven, did the Rabban allow you to take it out before it cooks, before you're going to be Chayv? That's going to be the Amadalf. And the Amadalf is going to talk about different halachas about Akira and Anacha. Do they require Makam Dal? Do not require Makam Dal? We're learning about the halachas of Kuta. So let's see. They have a good one on top of Daf Dal Amadalf. Says the Gemara. Gufa. Asks Rebbe Barabai. Hidbik pas batanar. A person puts bread in an oven on Shabbos. Hitu. Did Rabban allow you to take it out before the person is going to be chayav or not? So now before we go right there, we have to just point out that the malacha that we're talking about over here is the malacha of afiyah, the malacha of cooking something on Shabbos. And this is one of the very interesting malachas in which the person does the maister malacha, the person puts something in a fire. However, the actual chiv of the malacha does not take place until either Michael ben Yisrael or Mavashu Kol It can take a few hours later until the person is going to be chayav. So now the question is, how exactly do we look at such a malacha? Do we say that when the person puts it on, he's really chayav right away? When a person puts, let's say, a cake into an oven, and he's chayv right away, just there has to be a tonight that has to be cooked. Or do we say no, that when you put it in the oven, really it's even much to put something in an oven. If it doesn't cook at all, he did nothing wrong, as long as he takes it off before it's going to be cooked. So again, an interesting chakir, and we'll have to see how this is going to play out. But the Gemara Shaila is the person puts it in, and now if he doesn't take it out, he is going to be chayv echatas. So do the Rabbana allow you to take it out, which there was, we said before, in Isra Rabbana to do this Radia Sapas, to take it out of the oven in a special way. The Gemara is going to say it's a chachman, the Rabbana answered it. So the Gemara is asking, did the Rabbana allow you to take it out before you are chayv echatas or not? Says the Gemara, What's the case? If we're talking about a person who put it in Bishagi and he totally forgot that it's Shabbos, and he didn't remember that it was Shabbos, says Gemara, so who are you mattering to take it out? Meaning if the guy never caught that it was Shabbos and he's a shaggy the whole time, so then what do you mean? Is he allowed to take it out or not? He doesn't caught that he did something wrong, so why would he want to take it out? So Elamai, what happened? Then after he put it in, he said, Oh, shoot, it's Shabbos, and now he wants to take it out. In that case, is he Chayv Echatas? But now we learned in the Mishnah, in later on in the Shabbos, says Gemara, a person is only going to be Chayv Echatas if the beginning of the Mice was a Shagig and the end of the Mice was a Shagig. And over here, if you're going to tell me that when the person put it in, that was when he was a Shagig. But if he, after he put it in, he remembered that it was Shabbos, and now he wants to take it out, he's not going to be Chayv Echatas because since the end of the Malach, is not considered a shagig because now we recognize that it is Shabbos. So therefore, 
he is not going to be chayav chata. So it can't be that that's what the Shiloh Rebbe Rabbi was, because Rebbe Rabbi said that the question was, are you allowed to take it out before you chayav chata? And in this case, you're not chayav chata. So it says the Gemara El Abimezid. Rather, Rabbi Rabbi's question was, if a person put a uh, cake in an oven on Shabbos, the maize, and now he remembered and he felt bad about it, and now he wants to take it out. So that was the question, did Rabbi Rabbi take it out or not? Says the Gemara, if we're talking about a case where a person put it in b'mezid, so then the b'risa shouldn't say, shouldn't say, are you allowed, to, I'm sorry, Rebbe Rabbi shouldn't say, are you allowed to take it out before you are chayv achatas? If you did b'mezid, you're chayv a chayv skila. So the Rebbe Rabbi should have asked, are, do the Rabbana allow you to take it out before you're chayv chayv skila or not? So says the Gemara, and Rav Shila, so says Rav Shila, says Rav Shila, really we're talking about a case of shagik. I, what was the question? If we're talking about a case of shagik, so who would take it out? The guy thinks that it's mutter, the guy doesn't know it's Shabbat, so why would he want to take it out? Says the Gemara, who do we, are we talking about? Who was the question? Are they allowed to take it out or not? We're talking about other people. That meaning the question that Rabbi Rabbi was, if you see your friend put something in the oven on Shabbos, then he leaves, and then you realize, oh no, the guy is going to be chayv achatas, you want to take it out for him. So the question is, did Rabban allow you to be ever Issa Rabban to save your friend from being ever Issa right? So, or do you say no, that since he is going to be a shagig, therefore the Rabban did not allow you to do it. Says the Gemara, mask of the Rav Sheshes, asks the Rav Sheshes, that your friend uh, is Zaycha, meaning that your friend doesn't do an Avera. Meaning Rav Shesha says, the Rabbanan don't allow you to be Iver Nisr Rabbanan in order to stop your friend from being Iver A, Isser. So therefore, in our case, the Rabbanan Lacharit's Pashan are not going to allow you to take it out of the oven. If it's not you who did the Isser, the Rabbanan are not going to allow you to take it out. Now, this idea of Chatei Bishel Shri Chavarcha is a fascinating suya. Tesis has a bunch of kashas. The Warren Aver rings down that a, the Chum allowed a ta, uh, a chaver, a person who's a tamachacham, to take off trumas and in a way which is normally us and rabban, in order to prevent amrs from eating tavel midaraisa. I why don't we say that you shouldn't be allowed to be ever is rabban? So Taisa says no. There it's different because over there, if you're the one who's causing the other person to do the iser, then the rabban are going to allow you to be ever is rabban to stop the other person from doing iser deraisa. But in our case, you weren't the one who made your friend do the iser. He put it in the oven, and therefore the rabban are not going to allow you to do the iser. Again, this idea of chatei b'shalshes is really a fascinating sigya, but not bez hashem. As we go through, we'll see more and more cases. In the Gemara's rise back and forth, whether Rabban allowed you, whether Rabban didn't allow you. So it says the Gemara, Elam Ravashi, so now says Ravashi, new tarots, Lailam Bimazid. Really, we're talking about a case of Mazid. And let's say that Rabbi Rabbi asked the question, he really asked the question whether the person is going to be Chayav Skila or not. That's what he said. asked the question whether we allowed him to take it out before he's going to be Chayav Skila or not. Two interesting R's in our Gemara. Taisa over here says that let's say we don't let this guy. The Rebbe Rabbi was asking now that a person puts a dough in an oven on Shabbos. He puts a cake in an oven on Shabbos, b'mezid, and then he regrets it afterwards. So now the question is, do the Rabbana allow you to take it out before you're going to be chayiv mis or not? Asks Taisvis, what do you mean? If you're not going to let the guy take it out, he's going to be chayiv skila. So of course he's going to take it out. He's not going to listen to what the Chum tell him. If he's going to be chayiv skila, of course he's going to take it out. He's not going to listen. So Taisvis answers, it's pushit that if the Rabbana tell you you're not going to take it out, a guy puts, let's say, a cake in to the oven, b'mezid, and the Rabbana say you're not going to take it out now because it's the Rabbana. Says Tyson, it's Pasha, the guy's not going to be Chayav Skila. Since what's preventing him from taking it out is a Isser Drabban, and the Rabban telling you you're not allowed to do it, therefore you are going to be Pasha, you're not going to be Chayav Skila. Now the question is, what exactly is the Pshat in Tyson? Is the Pshat that when the Rabban tells you you're not allowed to take it out, so now you become an Ainus, meaning the part, the beginning part of your Maisa that you put in the oven, that was amazing. But now we need that you're amazing the entire time. And since the Rabban told you you're not allowed to take it out, so now you're considered Ainus, or do we say no? That maybe it's specifically a Halacha that when the Rabban tell you that you're not allowed to take it out, so now the Rabban are telling you you're also going to be from Echi of Skill, and Afkamir would be, let's say a person puts something in the oven and then he leaves, and then Bemazid, and then he leaves, and then he says, Oh, shoot, I feel so bad 
now, let me go take it out. However, somebody, let's say, holds him down. Someone prevents it from going back. Or he tries to run back, but he trips and he falls. So now the, and now he's an onus. Now the question is, is he going to be part in this case? Do we say that he's an onus now, therefore he's going to be part Or do we say no? That since really he put it in Bemezid, and if he wouldn't do anything, he would be chayef skilo, so therefore it doesn't make a difference that now he is going to be an inus. And the reason why you're here is because the Rabbanan told you that you're not allowed to take it out. One interesting R. The second interesting R is that the Yushami over here says that let's say a person throws an arrow and he shoots an arrow at somebody, and then after the arrow leaves his hand, he intends to kill the other person. After it leaves his hand, the Ushami says that let's say he regrets what he did. Let's say he says, oh shoot, I feel so bad. And now he regrets his decision, and now he wants to stop the bullet. But now it's too late, and as it's going, he says, I feel so bad, and then he kills the other person. Is he going to be chayv misa or not? Do we say that he shot the arrow, and since he was amazed when he shot it, he's going to be chayv, or do we say no? That since after the arrow left, Lamaisa, he wasn't amazed the entire time, because when it was flying in the air, he felt bad about it. He regretted it. Now he's not amazed. Now do we say he's pater? So Kipshuta the Yushami says that it's pashit. Then in this case, he's going to be chayv. And once a person pulls a trigger, even though he regrets it a second later, he is going to be pater. I'm sorry, he's going to be chayv because when he pulled the trigger, that is the maizer ruticha, and therefore he's going to be chayv. Now the question is, what exactly is the chilik between the case of Bishal on Shabbos that we say that if the person is not amazed the entire time, he is going to be pater versus the case of when a person pulls the trigger that even if he's not amazed the entire time, once he pulls the trigger, he's going to be chayv. So Pashim Chat, you would say is that because it's irreversible that in a case where he pulls the trigger, it's now irreversible. And once he pulls the trigger, it's not impossible to stop it. However, that would mean lachar that in a case where he could stop it, meaning a case where a person, uh, let's say, shoots an arrow and it goes slow enough for him to be able to shoot it down, let's say, to shoot another arrow in. So Lechera, in that case, you would tell me that if he regrets it after he's going to be putter, an interesting discussion, and it does need a little bit of work. It's, it's totally on the Sigyan Bavakama about Eishim Mishim Chaytzei, Eishim Mishim Amaynei, a fascinating Nukiyasev about this, but as Hashem, we get there, we will see. Says the Hegel Gemara writer, Pasha Ta'ani Yasiyadei. The Mishnah said that when the Ani sticks his hand in and he puts it into the hand of the Babai, it's going to be Chayv. Says asks the Gemara that in all the cases of our Mishnah they are going to be Chayv. We said that the Ani takes it from the hand of the Baal Bais and brings it outside or vice versa. The Baal Bais picks it up and then puts it into the hand of the Ani who's outside. Asks the Gemara, but we need a person, in order for a person to be Chayv for Haitzah and Shabbos, he has to pick up the item from a place which is Dalal Dalal, 4x4 Tvachim, and put it down in a place which is 4x4 Tvachim. Now, what's the Gemara's assumption based on? Why is the Gemara assuming that in order for you to be Chayef for Eitzah, for carrying a Shabbos, you have to pick up the item from something which is 4x4 and put it on something which is 4x4? So if you look at Taisa over Rahabi Inan, Taisa says, So Taisa says that it's not normal to put a Chayefitz on something which is smaller than Dalal by Dalal Tvachim, and therefore that was what the case was in the Mishkan, and we'll see by the Shem as we go through the Mishkan, that the Malachas are all in the Mishkan, so whatever the case was in the Mishkan, that's what the Allah is, that's why you're going to be Chayef for. That the Pasuk says, So a Makam of a Chayefetz is a Dalad, and that's why we assume that a person, uh, that, that a person needs to pick it up from a Makam of Dalad Dalad. So answers the Gemara, I'm a rabbi, how money, Rebbe Kivi? This Tana of our mission who holds that you're going to be chai when you put it in the hand of the Ani or vice versa, pick it up from the hand of the Malbais, that is Shitas Rebbe Kiva, the Amar, Lebi Namakam Arba Al Arba. It's Shitas Rebbe Kiva that holds you do not need to be, you do not need a Makam Dal Al Dal. This time, because you learned in the Mishnah later on, the Sibat Hashem, Hazarek Mishasayachad, Rishasayachad, a person who throws from one Rishasayachad to another Rishasayachad, for Rishasarab Memta, and he throws it, and Rishasarab is in the middle, meaning a person standing on one side of the street, and he throws it over a big street into someone else's house, so from his house over Rishasarab. 
to somebody else's house. Rabbi Kiva, Mechayev. Rabbi Kiva holds you're going to be Chayev. The Chacham and Paitchen and the Chacham hold you are Pater. Why? Because Rabbi Kiva, Sarah, Rabbi Kiva holds Kluta, Kamisha, Hon Chadamia. Rabbi and Sarah, Rabbi and Kluta, Kamisha, Hon Chadamia. The Rabbi Kiva holds of this far, but as Hashem will see as we go through the Sech, of Kluta, Kamisha, Hon Chadamia, which means that when a Chayfetz is in the airspace of another Rishos, we look at it as if it is Kluta in that Rishos. When it's Kluta, when it's absorbed in that Rishos, we look at it as if Hunach, as it is placed on the ground in that Rishos. So Rabbi Kiva holds that when the Chayfetz is flying through the Rishos Rabbim, even though it's just in the airspace of the Rishos Rabbim, we look at we look at it as if it was placed as look at it's put down in the Rishos Rabbim, and therefore you're going to be Chayiv in the Rabbanu. You don't say Kluta, and therefore you're going to be Pater. So what do we see from Rabbi Kiva? We see that even though it never stopped on a Makom Dal Dal, it never was on a something which is four by four Tvachim. You see that Rabbi Kiva is your Chayiv, and therefore Rabbi Kiva is a Tanah Mishnah who holds you're going to be Chayiv, even if you there's not going to be a Makom Dal Dal. Do you mean to tell me that Rabbah learned that the Machlekes in Rabbi Kiva was whether you say Kluta Kamisha Hun Chadami or not? And that the Machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanon was under 10 Tvachim. But Rabbah asked that's a question. Meaning, we had a Machlekes in the Rabbanon and Rabbi Kiva when a person throws something from Rishis Yachad to another Rishis Yachad through Rishis Rabbah, whether they're going to be Chai or not. So the question is, what, exact, what exactly was that Machlekes? So our Gemara said that that Machlekes was whether we say Kluta Kamisha Hun Chadami or not. The problem is that Rabbah in another place asked it as a question, meaning, what was the Machlekes? The boy Rabbi Rabbi asks the question. Was machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanon below ten? Meaning a Rishis Rabbim only goes from the ground till ten tefachim up. Above ten tefachim is going to be makom tour, and you're always going to be pater. So the boy Rabbi lematam yasar pligi is machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanon below ten tefachim. Ubapligi and this is machlekes. Rabbi Kiva savar kutumishin chadamia. Rabbi Kiva holds that we say that if it's in the airspace, it's as if it's put down on the ground. You're going to be chayt. Rabbanon savar and Rabbanon hold lermi kutumishin chadamia. Rabbanon say you don't say kuta. Avol lemaylam yasar. But if it would be above ten tefachim, dear, I call pater. Everybody agree you're going to be Pater because it's a Makam tour and therefore you're going to be Pater. Everybody agrees you do not learn out the Chiv of throwing from Meshit. What's the case of Meshit? So, by the Shem, we'll see later on in Parakat Zerik that the Alawacha is if a person passes from a Rishasayachad to another Rishasayachad over Rishasarabim. Again, the same case over here. You're standing on one side in your house and you pass something to your friend who's on the other side of the Rishasarabim in his house. The Alawacha is going to be Chayv. That is the Alawacha of Meshit, of passing. And that's a special din that even though you're going through a Makam tour, you're going to be Chayv. So, do we say that we do not learn out the chiv of Zerik from Meishit? So, and therefore, when it's Lamaila Mi Yud, everybody agrees you're going to Pater. That if you throw something Lamaila Mi Yud, everybody agrees you're going to be Pater because we do not learn out the chiv of Zerik Mi Meishit. Oidilmo or no Lamaila Mi Yud Pligi. The machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanan is when you are throwing something above above ten tefachim. And this is the machlekes. Rabbi Kiva says Rabbi Kiva holds Yafinan Zerik Mi Meishit that you learn out the chiv of throwing from passing, and therefore, even though normally you're not chayiv for Above ten tefachim, which is rabim, but if you throw something, then you are going to be chayiv because you learn out the chiv of throwing from passing, and therefore you are going to be chayiv. Rabban and Sarvin, Rabban hold loyalfin and zerikim meishin, but and Rabban hold do not learn out the chiv of zerikim meishin, and therefore you are going to be pater. Avol ma'ita meisara, but below ten tefachim, divriyakol chayiv. Everybody agrees you are going to be chayiv. My time, why is everybody agree you are going to be chayiv? Klutukim amirin and klutukim mishon chadamia, because you say that that klutukim mishon chadamia. So now ask the Gemara, why do Rabbi say that it's pasht to machlekus in Rikiva and the Rabban was whether say kluta lechayer rabbi. It as a question, meaning he had two stadim. Either the machlekes is whether we say kluta, or the machlekes is whether we learn out zerik emotion. So why was so pasht to Rabbah over here that the machlekes was about kluta? Rabbah asked as a question, answered the Gemara. Halaykasha baser deibaya hader ifshitale. And after Rabbah asked it as a question, and then he was pasht to him. Then he answered the question. The Savar Rebbe the Rebbe holds kluta kemisha and chodamia. That the machlekes between Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbanon is whether we say Kluta or not, and that's why Rabbi said that the Tanur Mishnah is Rabbi Kiva holds Kluta, and that you do not even make Dal Dal. Says the Gemara, "Vadoma Hanachud Leibai Hakirabai." Maybe this that we say that you do not need a Dal Dal. That's only when you put it down, but when you pick it up, you need a Dal Dal. So now, what's a, what, why would we say that? What would be the chiluk 
what would it be the chilek and svar to say that there's a difference between that when you put it down, you do not need a dal dal, but when you pick it up, you do need a dal dal. So Rashi Rebbe brings down that we don't, Rashi doesn't explain what the svar is, but he says that it's clear from Rebbe Kiva that this is the halacha. Why? Because Rebbe Kiva said that when you throw something from Rishus Hayachid, it goes into the Rishus and then it goes to the other Rishus Hayachid, you're going to be chayiv for Aitzah. You're going to be chayiv because when you threw it into the Rishus we look as if it landed in the Rishus and you're chayiv for Aitzah. But if we would say kluta, and if we would say that you do not need makam dal al dal for an akira, so then we should look at it as if when it went to Rosh Hashanah, it landed in Rosh Hashanah, and then there was an akira from Rosh Hashanah, and then it went to the other Rosh Hashanah. So then you should be chayiv al-tachnasa also. So you should be chayiv two malachas. So l'chayra, you see clearly from Rebbe Kiva that this, that you do not need a makam dal al dal that's only for the hanacha. However, for the akira, you do need a dal al Because if it wasn't true, then according to Rebbe Kiva, in the case where you throw from Rosh Hashanah, it goes into Rosh Hashanah, and then it goes into the other Rosh Hashanah, l'chayra, you should be chayiv twice. Saif for Haitza and Saif for Achnasa. LMI, why are you not chayiv twice? Because Rebbe Kiva holds that only Lagabi, the hanacha, you do not need a dal dal. However, Lagabi Akira, since it was never in a place of dal dal, since it was really just flying in the air, Mr. Rabbim, you're going to be putter. Because for the Akira, you need a dal dal. That's what Rashi says. So Rashi doesn't explain what the Sfar is. Rashi just says it's in the words of Rukiva. Now, all the Rishayim are bothered. What exactly is the Sfar? The Tais over here talks about it. And the Rajba, different Rishayim give different shatim. So the Rajba over here suggests that maybe the Gemara is assuming that the Hanach, which is the end of the Maisa, that does not require dal dal. However, the Akira, which is the more chasha part of the Maisa, it's Hatzchalsa Maisa, it's the more important part of the Maisa. That would require a makam dal dal. Again, the Raja is suggesting his own svar. If you look at the gur, the svasemis brings the gur ayah, which is really the taisis or rush, and other rishayim say this svara that maybe when it comes to the hanacha, when the person's putting it down, so then he's being marched to the place that he's putting it down. Meaning he's specifically saying, I want to put it in this place, so therefore it does not require dal dal because it's svar of achshivay that I'm being marched to the place I'm putting it down. However, when it comes to the akira, the person just picking it up from any random place. It's not necessarily where he wanted it, and therefore that's why the gemara is saying maybe the akira requires a dal. So now back to the drawing board. We're trying to figure out who the town of Mishnah is that says that you do not need a dal al dal for the akira side for the anachah because we saw in the Mishnah that side if you take it out of the person's hand or put it in the person's hand you're going to be chayiv. I the hand's not a dal al So the chayiv you see it do not need a dal So it says more Elam Rabbi Yosef Hamani Rabbi who's a town of our Mishnah that says you do not need a dal that is Shitas Rabbi. Now again a quick ara that we Bais will see that Rabbi was the one who was Masat Mishnahites wrote Mishnahites big machlekes Mishnahim machlekes in the Yigarish of Shiragai and the Shitas Rambam the Meiri many different Mishnahim. However. The, whichever sheet you go with, whether Rebbe was the one who actually wrote the Mishnahis, that he was he massaged the Mishnahis, that he quote other people's shitas. The question is, when Rebbe wrote something stam in the Mishnah, was that his own shita, or was that just the shita, the consensus of other paiskim of other Tanaim and Amorim? So it's interesting that sometimes Zigmar will say, will say that this Tana is Rebbe. What does he mean it's Rebbe? All the Mishnahis are written by Rebbe. So you have to know exactly when the Gemara says that this, ta- this Tana of Mishnah is Rebbe, what, what the Gemara means, over here at least, is that when Rebbe wrote the Halacha in our Mishnah, he was going with his Lishitase that Rebbe himself held of this Halacha. So says the Gemara, how many Rebbe? This Tana who holds you not need a doubt doubt is she just Rebbe. Which Rebbe? Hi Rebbe. Which she just Rebbe? Are we talking about Elaine Mahar Rabbi Desanya? We're going to tell me it's this sheet is Rabbi that we learned in the Bryce later on. Zarak Venach Agabi is Kalshu. Let's say Rashi explains a person throws something down on Mr. and lands on this tiny little twig. It lands on this tiny little piece of wood. So a piece of the tree. So it says Igmar Rabbi Machayev, a Chambaychin. Rabbi holds you're going to be Chayev and the Chambaychin holds your Pater. So you see clearly that this tiny little twig is not a Dal Dal and Rabbi holds your Chayev. So you see that Rabbi doesn't need a Dal Dal. It says Igmar, no. Hasam could be on the name of the Kaman. Over there, the Pshat in that Gemara is like we'll see later on. Could Abaya like Abaya? Dam Rabaya Abaya is going to explain later on. Over here, the Gemara is talking about a case where you have a big tree in a Rosh Hashanah and you have these branches which are sticking out in Rosh Hashanah. And what happened was that you were in Rosh Hashanah and you threw it and landed on the branch. So the actual branch is not Dal Dal. However, the tree trunk which is in Rosh Hashanah, that is 
a dal al dal. That's a big. It's a big tree trunk. So the Rebbe says, Rebbe holds, Amrin and Shadi knife of ikre. We say that the branch goes after the main part of the tree, and since the main part of the tree has the dal al dal, therefore the branch also is going to have the chashivas of dal al dal, and therefore you're going to be chayiv. Rabbanon says, Rabbanon holds, Amrin and Shadi knife of ikre, and you do not say that the branch goes after the tree, and since the branch is not dal al dal, therefore you're going to be pater. So again, you have no raya that Rebbe holds you don't need dal al dal because maybe over there the reason why Rebbe holds you're going to be chayiv is because since the main part of the tree is dal al dal, therefore it gives Chashivas to the entire tree, and therefore going to be chayiv. So it says Gemara El Harabi. It's this sheet of Rabbi. The sign you learned in the Brisa. Zarak Meir Shusharam Shusharam Rishus Yachad Be'emtza. A person who throws from one Rishus to another Rishus and Rishus Yachad is in the middle. Rebbe Mechayev Rebbe holds your chayev. Acham Paitchin. Acham holds your pater. Rami Yudam Rishmuel Mechayev by Rebbe Shtayim. Achas Mishum Aitzav. Achas Mishum Achnasa. Rebbe said, in this case, you're going to be chayev twice. One because of Aitzav and one because of Achnasa. Amolei Bay Akira V'Leinach Agavim Makom Dal Al Dal. You see, you do not need Sayin Akira and Sayin A. How do you see that? Because, like we said, Rebbe holds that you throw it through a Rishas So when it's in the Rishas we look at it as if it's stopped in the Rishas and you're going to be chayv. And then we look at it as if you did that kira from in the Rishas even though it's not a Makam Dal Dal. And then it goes into the other Rishas and you're going to be chayv again. Because we said you're chayv twice. So you see that Rebbe holds that sorry for the Akira. I'm sorry, really sorry for the Hanacha. That first we look at it as if it landed in the Rishas and then sorry for the Akira. Then now that we look at it as if it was picked up from the Rishas and now going to the you do not need a Dal Dal. Says the Gemara, Hoyt Marla, Ravish Muldam Ratarvayu, Lemachai Rebbe, Rishas Mikura. Says the Gemara, you can't bring a raya from the sheet that's Rebbe. When a person throws from Rishas Yachad to another Rishas through Rishas Rabbi, he's chayiv twice because you don't need a makam dal dalid. Maybe, says the Gemara, it's like Rabbi Shmuel. The Rabbi Shmuel said the case was Rebbe only said his din when the Rishas Yachad had a roof. Because we say a swerve, basic we look as if the house is filled up with stuff. Now, what exactly that means? Rashi explains that Dover Sasami Koltad, Havi Kimoli Chafatsam Ad Gagai, Chafetsam Ad Gagai, Dein Avir Chashav Avri Hilka Kol Anizar Kosech Havi Kunach. Rashi says it's a very interesting swerve, exactly what the Svar of basic we'll have to see as we go through the Masechta what this Svar is. However, it's some sort of idea that when you have an enclosed space, again, do you need also walls or just on roof is enough? Kipshutu, you also need walls. That when you have something which is an enclosed space, we look as if the entire house was filled up with stuff. So therefore, you have no right that just because you throw it into this type of house, since the house is, there's quote-unquote no ear space, so you have no right that a person does not need a dal dal Because maybe we look as if when it's in the house, you are chayev because it is a dal dal Abel says, but if there was no roof, Rebbe holds you're not going to be chayev. Says, and if you want to tell me that in our mission also, when our mission said you're going to be chayev, we're talking about where they were standing, the Ani and the Baal were in a place where there was a roof. Mekura. That makes sense, but the Baal could be in Rishas which has a roof. But but if the Rishas Rabbim has a roof, are you going to be Chayev? Meaning, the Mishnah said that the Ani is also going to be Chayev, and the Ani is standing in the Rishas Rabbim. So, what would be the case? The case would have to be that the Ani has a roof on top of him. But the Allah is like, we're going to see that if a Rishas Rabbim has a roof, you're going to be Pater. The Amr of Shmuel, Barahuda, Amr of Abba, Amr of Huna, Amr of Hamavar, Chavit, Zad, Amr of Rishas Mikura, Pater. The person who carries four Amas in Rishas Rabbim, but there's a roof on top of him, he's going to be Pater. Because it's not comparable to the people in the Midbar, which we'll see that that's all. Of the Allah of Aitzar learned out of the carrying from the Mishkan. And the case of the Mishkan was there was no roof. So therefore, a person who carries in a Rishas Rabbim, which has a roof, he's going to be Pater. So we cannot say that the Mishnah is talking about a case of a Rishas Rabbim, which is Makura. And therefore, we're back to the drawing board. Who is the Tanu who holds that you do not need a Makam Dal Dal? Because you can't be Shittas Rebbe, because Rebbe's, the Pshat of Rebbe is not because you don't need Makam Dal Dal. The Pshat is because Rebbe holds this new Svar of Damia. So by the Shem, tomorrow we'll see what the Gemara, the Gemara is going to look for more Tarutsim, who could be the Tana of our mission.
quick chazara what we saw today. The Gemara started off by saying that a discussion, Rebbe Rabbi asked if a person who put something in oven on Shabbos, Rabban allowed you to take it out. The, Rabbi, the Gemara went through whether it was talking about Shay. The Gemara concluded that the Gemara's Shaila was if you put it in Bemezid. Then we saw the Gemara on the bottom went through that the Lechar, it's clear from our Mishnah, you do not need a Akira Nacha from Makam Dalal Dalid. The Gemara wanted to know who is the Tan of our Mishnah. And then the Gemara said that even if it is Shidas Rabbi Kiva, maybe that's only the Gabi Nacha, but not the Gabi the Akira. Maybe that Akira, he holds it. You do need a Akira from Dalal Dalid. The Gemara tried saying with Shidas Rabbi. And the Gemara said that it cannot be Shidas Rabbi. Quick variety in honor of the Yamtiv of Purim, the Gmar Megillah says that the Pasik in Megillah says, Lahu Damaisa Aira, the Simcha, the Sasin Vikar. The Gmar Dashins that Aira Zu Taira, Sasin Zumila, and Simcha Zu Yamtiv. That's the Helegis Fasemis. If that's what these things stand for, if Ur stands for Taira and Sasin stands for Mila, so why don't the ter- why don't the Megillah just speak it out clearly? That Lahudam Haisa why did the Megillah specifically speak it out in this way that it used the words Simcha, Sassin, and Aira to represent these other ideas? So it says the Helegas Fasem, it's a beautiful idea that the Gemara says Megillah, the Gemara in Shabbos, brings down that in the days of when Kleisel was originally Mikabal the Terra at Harsinai, it was Mitech Yerot. They were forced because Akalish Rachel picked up the mountain and they said, You have to Mikabal the Terra. However, in the days of Purim, when Kleisel themselves saw the Ashkach of Akalish Baruchu, the idea of Purim was that Kleisel looked and found Akalish Baruchu in the Gullahs. They found Akalish Baruchu who said, them, it was performing Nisan for them, Kleisel was Hadar Kiblu Be Ava. They then went and accepted the Torah from out of Ava, out of love. So it says the Helegis Fasemis, the whole idea of Purim is to recognize that we're not just doing the Maisimitis, we're not just keeping the Torah, we are keeping the Torah because of the emotional connection that we have to the Torah, because of the Simcha that we have, the Sasan that we have, and the R, the light of the Torah. So that's why the, the, the Megillah specifically spoke it out in this way, that Lehud the Maisa, Ur of the Simcha the Sasan, to show you that the main idea, the main Nakuda of Purim is to recognize that the mitzvahs are supposed to provide us with a simcha, a sasin that a person is supposed to have that type of connection with the mitzvahs. Have a frelechen, frelechen, purim.